It's a good thing we're recording so we could do this roast chicken bit for the cold open. What's What happened? You made a roast chicken? <laughs> I made a roast chicken. That's all I had to say. Oh, there's no story. There's nothing behind it. There was literally no story. You just roasted a chicken? Yeah, I just roasted a whole chicken and put it on top of some leeks. Ooh. Yeah, right? Like, it's nice that way. The I leeks got if... all brown and gross. It was kind of delicious. Yeah, <clears throat> and then they were just, like, cooking in chicken fat. I wonder if, like, the chicken was exactly two months older than the leeks. <laughs> That's what would have really made that story sing. <laughs> Whatever it takes That rage will get you through So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Oh, Rach, I'm in trouble. It's me, <gasps> Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> oh, it's Steven Soderbergh. You know me, the famous director. Uh, you uh, made a bad choice, Steven. Oh, I am in some hot what was it, water. What was it that I think it was, was it David Fincher or was it oh, boy. Aaron Sorkin who said that there are... I think it was David Fincher because they interviewed all the directors about what they thought about directing. And David Fincher said there's a hundred possible options, but it really comes down to two. And one is the wrong one. I picked the wrong one. one. I wasn't even the director of the show, but I was the producer (laughs) and everything went by me. I made the wrong choice. Everyone's mad at me. Everybody's saying, oh, Steve. Oh, they keep saying nothing. It's a real Steven Soderbergh ending because as you know, <laughs> it's anticlimactic. You know what I did, right? You know what I did. Everybody I knows did, what I, I did. I did. Yesterday, you decided to put the best picture before the best actor and best actress, or best, let's say it, um, male actor and female yeah, actor. Yes. I don't know. Like, and then even that gets a little like yeah, finicky. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it should just be all actors, but then everyone has to compete for one award. I would like. That, I don't know, but that's yeah. that's me, Pat. But I'm going to bring Stephen okay. back in. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you decided to put best actor last, which yeah. hasn't been done since the thirties or forties, I believe. I don't even know. I didn't, even I was, look. I was looking at it today. Um, but you like me and many other people were like, wait, did we miss best actor and actress? No, like I've been, I've been following along it. on my, on my sheet. I had a printout oh, with no. all of my, my ballot. Um, yeah, and I was yeah. like, wait, did I miss this? And then I Googled and Plenty of people on Twitter were like, what? Well, and then they're like, well, obviously they're doing it last because they're going to give Best Actor to Chadwick In Bozeman. my defense, can I make my defense here? Yes, of course. This is my course. first interview since since the Oscars. Yes. It's yeah, Monday. You came right to the right. You came to the hot seat. My favorite <laughs> podcast, the Degrassi Every Episode of Marathon. I love it. It helped me get through the shooting of the movie uh, The Informant with Matt Damon, which came out many years before you started doing this podcast. But I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. You were holding out hope. <laughs> I had a feeling. The informant exclamation point. So uh-huh. here was in my defense, Steven Soderbergh here. Mm-hmm. What lunatic s- voted for didn't vote for Chadwick Boseman? I mean, this was as obvious I, as it could be. Did- did you hear me? I think it was a, like a week or two ago on this podcast, or maybe it was last week because I only watched The Father last week and I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom last week as well. So I Black saw those Bottom. two back to back and I said, you know, Anthony Hopkins won the BAFTA. 
Um, the British Academy of Fine Television Association Award. His performance is like an extreme pizza man. Like he I know, does I've... an amazing job. But I was sitting here going like, but he's he's not going to win. Chadwick Boseman will win because Chadwick Boseman also did an amazing job and he also died. Yeah. So he has no opportunity yeah. to win this right. again. I, I, um, and, that... and, then, and then I watched Sound of Metal and I was like, oh, dear Lord, Riz Ahmed is so good, too. How is this such like a competitive field? And I, love I want everyone to win. Julie Andrews is oh. great in that one. I love that movie. <laughs> So that's my, I mean, come on. I couldn't. That's a different, that's a different what? movie. <laughs> sound of Metal. Music. The Sound of Metal. <laughs> the hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of metal. <laughs> um, I love that movie. So that, I, That's my favorite music. That <laughs> movie, Sound of Metal with Julie Andrews, is one of the mo- reasons I started making films, making movies. Steven Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made sex lies and videotapes right after I saw it. So mm-hmm. that's my defense. But listen, I I called, I made a I said, listen, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get the big moment. We're gonna have the emotional payoff of it's been a tough year. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough year. Mm-hmm. And I made the call. It wasn't the right call. Some people are out there saying that by doing that, I took away the important moment for Chloe Zhao and the Nomad Landers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're damned if you do. You you try to go in there and make a nice Oscars and you get, you know, you make some calls. I I do have to say I really enjoyed, there are two things that I really liked about this Oscars. Thank you. Tell Because I, you know, I produced Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Stephen. That was not one of them. Um, I think that was a bad choice. It was. And it was a risky choice. You know what they say. My bad. Yeah. Um, There's... There's two things that I really liked and there's two things that I really didn't like. I love constructive criticism. Do you want to hear what I didn't like first or what I did like first? Let's do one, 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 one. So give me a didn't okay, okay. and a did, didn't and a did. What I one of the things that I really liked was that no, do me it a didn't was, and a did and a didn't and a oh, did. Oh, okay. We'll close one it out with a did. One of the things that I didn't. One of the things I didn't like, I just said, and that was that I didn't like this choice to move best actor to the end. And then Anthony Hopkins was in Home in Wales and did not stay up for these awards. Tony to Hop Hop, except. Uncle Tony Hop Hop. <laughs> he was, I mean, and then he posted something today on his Instagram and he was like thrilled, but then also like was kind of thinking like Chadwick Boseman should have won. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not all Tony Hop Hop's fault. We don't blame he did. No, a no, no. Job. It's not his fault. And he did an amazing job. It, it, the father is still a movie you need to go see in theaters or rent. So we rented it. Um, highly recommend. It's really, really, really good. Really well done. It won best um, adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also interestingly enough, it won Best Actor uh, for Anthony Hopkins instead of Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Hopkins plays a father who has uh, dementia, and he is slowly losing his sense of self and reality. And he does an incredible job. So, so you didn't like that. Okay. What did you, yeah. what did you like? And, and Joaquin Phoenix, in, like having to be the person introduced and Joaquin Phoenix is just, I don't know. He's a fucking, uh, th- this There's... is Steven Soderbergh talking. I got it. And I'm, I've had it with that guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what his deal is, but it's whatever. He just, just don't present then just say no. This I is can't Pat. Go. So yeah, they like had something that they wanted him to do. And he was just like, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right. and then he was like, and then he was talking about how great all the people performing were. I'm um, bringing Steven Someone back. else, hey, I actually Steven. have one other thing I don't like, so I'm just going to tag it onto this one since it's now three and two. Keep um, piling and on. someone pointed out, someone pointed out the fact that they didn't do any of the clips from the movies. Uh, they did very few of those, and so then, and they did the songs in the beginning, and I only caught, 
her song, which won um, for best song, but I missed all the other song performances because they weren't during the thing. And it's like, that's fine. But I, if I'd known in advance, I would have started watching at seven and I didn't because I didn't know. You that really wanted happen. to hear those songs. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know them. And so if I'm going to like do a fill out a ballot and try you gotta to hear them, you got to hear all the I songs. I got to hear the songs. I went with the Eurovision one because I have a, a big place in my heart for Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. They didn't nominate Yeah, Yeah, Ding Dong, though. They nominated the wrong song, these silly people. Uh, um, so, yeah, so not seeing, seeing the clips. But one of the things I did like is that after the year that we've been through, getting to see people together in person and actually doing a real in-person, even though it was stripped down and very different, Thank having you. getting to see people together who have been vaccinated and tested and are taking this seriously really it like made me feel really good about Thank the you. state That's of the world. Me. Thank you. I did that. Yeah. Steven Soderbergh. I put them Thank all you, there. Steven Soderbergh. Um, it made me feel really good about that. Um, the other thing that I didn't like. Oh, we're still back on more didn'ts? Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Well, that was the thing I did me, like. Steven Soderbergh, the, the producer of the Oscars. Um, I didn't like how fucking fast the In Memoriam was. A lot of people like, were complaining about It's been a rough year. That. But you couldn't read the names. And I just felt like that was, we didn't need to see all the clips of people. And we know it's been a rough year. Surprisingly, not many people in that list died from COVID, though. They just died of natural causes or other things that happened to them. We really sped through the list. We shot through it real fast. We didn't want the applause breaks. We didn't want like yeah. when they applause and make people feel some are better than others, you know? And I liked that they chose a slightly more upbeat song for it rather than a real downer because I already cried at everyone's speech, even if it was just slightly touching. Like, I'm just, you know me, I cry through everything. So like commercials, yogurt commercials, I'm, I'm a goner. Um, Activia. So when, when the Danish director of the movie was talking about his daughter who was killed in a car accident, I, like you should have seen me. I was sobbing. Very sad. Um, but then everyone else's, I was just crying a little bit because they were so touching and I was so happy to celebrate with these people and see these things. The other thing I was going to say that I really liked was just that it was so different than every other Oscars. And it was nice to see a little bit of variety and to see it look a little bit filmic, even if it wasn't. It was nice to see it not so like award so cheesy, you know, yeah. and like a little bit. It It was just nice. It was pleasant. And I kind of felt like I was in the room with all these people. Well, when you hire Stevie Soda to get on there and do something, he's going to yeah, make... you make some bad choices, but not all the bad choices. Bad choices. Super and I like that they had it at Union Station. It was a really neat looking like interior that they had set up. It was great. I had a great time producing it until about the last three minutes. When I don't know if you remember, but I had built mm -hmm. the whole show around Chadwick Boseman winning posthumously winning the Oscar for best actor. Mm -hmm. And that was the best case scenario. And mm -hmm. then a not great case scenario, but at mm -hmm. least not terrible would have been any of the other three people winning who were there. Mm -hmm. to actually talk and then yeah. the worst case scenario would have been if anthony hopkins who was merely a black and white photo won the award sending us off in, <laughs> in anti-climax and mm -hmm. uh that's what happened and it's on me you can't old yeah. stevie soda were isn't you, right all the time 
uh, Stevie Soto, were you happy about who won awards or was there something you would have liked to have seen differently? Well, was there, know, Rachel, I, this is, this is my first year seeing a like a huge chunk of the movies because I could watch them all on streaming platforms and I don't always make it to the movie theater to see. I'm lucky if I make it to the movie theater twice in a year. I'm not a big go into the movies person. Yeah, I so. love the movies. I'm a film. I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm a, by trade a filmmaker, Steven Soto. Yes, I, I know that. Yeah. So you probably see a lot of I them, see but you might all. just watch the, the screeners at home rather than going to the movie oh, theater, no i go to saying. see it i like to see i have a i have mm-hmm. a do you know how rich i am i have a theater in my house no oh, well yeah well you can watch the screeners in your house and i guess that's what happens then they send mm-hmm. them to me rachel yeah. to answer your question about i'm not a, I, i'm in the business i'm amongst my peers i can't really pick and mm-hmm. choose who my who i want mm-hmm. to win who my favorites are things like that but if you want i can get out of here because i've said my piece okay. i don't want anybody to be mad at me anymore i take the hit i understand Next time mm-hmm. will be better. Mm-hmm. Best picture. Let's close it out like you normally do, no matter what. Because that would have been a really nice note to end on if you had just not fucked it up. Had Chadwick Boseman won the award, you're saying? Oh, no, no. If you hadn't switched the order. because oh, Chloe I, they, Zhao and, and the yeah. cats from uh, uh, mm-hmm. Nomadland. Nomadland. Nomad, and then, Nomadland. And Frances could have done her howling, and it would have been a oh, great I ending. You know why she did that? Because the sound editor it was like wolf his name was like wolf and he passed away mm-hmm. so she did the, mm-hmm. she, she did the i love Fran. i will say as steven soderbergh i love francis mcdormand she's a treasure oh yeah she's a wonderful she's a lady. real treasure but i'm gonna get out of here i'll let pat come back mm-hmm. in and then he can tell you what he thought about the oscars okay all right thanks so much uh, this is it yeah thanks for coming Your in show's probably gonna go absolutely through the roof right now because st- oh yeah I, I came in this is my only interview big name big name. and i talked about it i came right out and i said big mistake Mm-hmm, would do mm-hmm. it differently but i was just so sure what was it this was like the most given given of all the givens can i be honest with you yeah yeah oh yeah i thought it was gonna happen too i was really surprised to see it not happen because it was a robin givens i sat there and i watched the father and then i saw uh ma rainey's black bottom the next day and i was just like dear lord i how do you like anthony hopkins did an incredible job like yes he already has an oscar but it, it just it was so good and then i saw chadwick boseman and i'm like oh my god this is incredible and this person has no opportunity to make any more movies right and then i saw sound of metal i already just i'm repeating myself because these were just incredible performances i saw mank a while ago and gary oldman was like fine i haven't seen minari yet so i can't say about steven yoon all right i'm gonna get out of here steven soderbergh i'm gonna put pat in all right oh man can you believe that get yeah i can't stevie soda Well, Stevie Soda, as he's better yeah, known. He came in here to talk about the Oscars. What a shit mm-hmm. show that was. Oh, my God. When it happened and Joe Quinn Phoenix opened that envelope and he said, and the winner is Anthony Hopkins of the Father. I stood up out of my chair. I put my hands over my head and I went, oh, no. Like, I could not <laughs> believe it. I could not even handle it. Yeah. Yeah. The Oscars, man. Wow. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> uh what a yeah. show but here i wasn't are. yeah I, there was a there was a quite a few things that i was like having seen so many of these movies it was nice to actually say like oh i think that should win or yeah. i think that one but there's still a lot that i need to see there's so many the thing is is oscars are mostly bought and paid for by like the fucking com- the studios anyway so who really oh, cares yeah. it's not based on merit well, no, 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 I don't think it says much about what is the best or anything. And yeah. I was really surprised. Having seen a lot of these movies, I was really surprised by 
how hard of a time I had with saying what was better than something mm-hmm. else. Like I liked everything that I saw. I haven't disliked one of these movies yet. There's ones that I like a little more than others because it's my speed, but there's speed, nothing that yeah. I dislike. Your REO speed wagon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was, it was very <clears throat> exciting to see Trent Reznor win for a Disney movie, something Weird. I never thought I would see in my life. <laughs> Weird. The fuck you I like an animal guy. Just, yeah, I thought he was going to say that. I was hoping, I literally was just like, John Baptiste, like, yeah, get that over to the been side, funny. let Trent Reznor get and yeah. start singing for a yeah. second. <clears throat> God bless him. The Oscars <laughs> in the books. Another year of movie magic. How you doing there, Rach? What's happening? I'm pretty good. I uh, made that roast chicken for dinner, as I told yeah, you about, yeah, yeah. and I watched the Oscars last night, and it was just like I was watching it at Ruben's house. I was wearing my sweatpants, I was drinking champagne, and I had a ballot in my hand to fill out what I thought was going to win. Except go. for I wasn't at Ruben's, and I still haven't told Ruben that it felt like I was at his house, so maybe I should text him. <laughs> He'll hear this. Oh, no, he won't. <clears throat> Myra will tell him. Myra, Myra, you could tell Ruben that she yeah, said that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I love it. But, you know, as much as we love the movies and the Oscars mm-hmm. and all that talk, we're not we're not really here to talk about the Oscars. No, you know? I'm much more into oh, television God, We're shows. not here to talk about The Father and all about my mother, the Pedro Almodovar movie that we didn't speak of at all. But we're not because we're not here to talk about it. We're not here <laughs> to talk about roast chickens or uh, Steven Soderbergh or Nomadland or. Kelly Mumford. We're here to talk or about Debut. Debut. Are we here to talk about Debut? The most hilarious thing about the whole Debut bit was that there were people who like didn't know it was like scripted. People were like, "Oh my god, Glenn Close just killing it!" Like coming mm-hmm. out there with all that. Now it's like, uh, they wrote that. Like she memorized. It was funny. I'm not. Look, mm-hmm. I'm not never yeah. one to knock the great genius that is Glenn yeah. Close and her performance as uh-huh. Mama. I think in Ron Howard's Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, oh, let's not talk about Hillbilly Elegy. My friend actually worked on that movie, <laughs> but but also not not because she worked on it and it's great. She worked on it and it's a terrible movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've only heard yeah. negative um, things about it. Well, the book is also something we should look at slightly negatively. J.D. very Very uh, one viewpoint of a whole swath of people. We're not here to talk about how do we get we're not here to talk about mm-hmm. JD Vance or Hillbillyology. Mm-hmm. We are here mm-hmm. to talk about Degrassi the Next Generation, our sweet show. We're gonna be taking a hiatus. This is the last time we'll talk about the show for a full month. But I know I was just thinking earlier today I might have to binge watch all of season seven before we start recording again because I'm gonna forget everything. But <clears throat> this is the week before the hiatus. More specifically, we're talking about Degrassi, the next generation episode 718, 718, mm-hmm. uh, the 136th episode of Degrassi. But because of mm-hmm. the scant two parters that we've been having this year, it's actually the 110th episode. Uh, name of the episode is Another Brick in the Wall. Another Brick in the Wall is a Pink Floyd song. Rachel, tell me about Pink Floyd. What's your favorite one of those <laughs> fucking Pink Floydy songs? Did you ever? I know jack shit about Pink Floyd. You never went to I... the planetarium and like got high and laid and no. watched the light show while they played Dark Side of the Moon. No, and I never matched it up to Wizard of Oz either. <sighs> so you don't even have a favorite. You can't. I even, got nothing. I haven't heard. I don't, I don't know any of it. You can school me on what I should know. First but of all, I know nothing about Pink Floyd. You know, you have to know like one song. Mm-hmm. Do you know like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Another brick in Bohemian the wall. Bohemian Rhapsody. We will rock you. We'll, they're like nothing. <laughs> That's Queen. Alike. I don't know why. 
No. <laughs> I got news for you, pal. I'm not a big Pink Floyd guy, so there's not much I could talk about. <clears throat> okay. I know songs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you played a song for me, I might know it, but We're I did not go. Lasso, swimming in a fish bowl, I didn't go out of my year. way to listen to them one? today. I mean, not from you singing it. No. And I wish it would rain. That one I know. That's the song I'm singing. Yeah, That's but that was a different part of it, so I didn't know that part. Wish you were here. You don't know. We don't need no education. Can you sing? Can you sing another brick in the wall? That's another brick in the wall. Oh, okay. We don't need no thought control, cause all in all, we're just a another brick in the wall. Another brick in the. Thank. I didn't know that's what they were saying, cause I wasn't paying that much attention. Wow. I learned something today. I know the hit songs. I know the, the 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 big albums, Dark Side of the Moon, Wish You Were Here, The Wall. Mm-hmm. I watched The Wall, the movie, when I was like in high school. But I was like into punk rock, so I kind of thought Pink Floyd was like annoying and stupid. Yeah, I feel like the people who liked Pink Floyd might have also transitioned into the people who like fish. And they don't sound anything the same, but I think there's something about getting stoned and listening to music that fits into both of those. Yeah. I think that that's accurate. I think a lot of, but I think fish coincide more, I think, with the Grateful Dead. Yes, <clears> yes. I like fish. Does that surprise you? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, I'm not like a big like fish head or mm-hmm. anything, but like. I have a cousin I, who's real into them, and I also have a coworker who's real into the dead, and. I'm very into the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. I like the Grateful Dead of of a fuck ton. I'm a huge yeah. Grateful Dead. Fan. I don't really care about either of them, but I do remember going to Hershey Park the day that Jerry Garcia died. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember hearing it on the radio on the way there, or like he had died the day before or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was in August. There's a no effect song called August 8th, What a Beautiful Day, <laughs> because it's the day Jerry Garcia died. But also, I don't yeah, know August if that's... 8th then, yeah. Birds sing, there's not a cloud in the sky, August it was 8th, a beautiful day a beautiful to go, day. It was a beautiful day to go to Hershey Park. Um, the, one of the kids next door, there's um, uh, not Kelly Mumford's side, the other side. Um, Kelly Mumford! There's a, a, a family who lives next door, and the youngest is a nine-year-old boy, and poor guy. I feel like he's not getting a lot of attention in the house right now, so he came over the other night while we were sitting outside around the fire pit and chatted for like two hours. <laughs> It's just so chatty. And he was telling me, he asked me what my favorite musical was. And I was like, you were asking the wrong person. And then he proceeded to sing Hamilton for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and Aww, like he knew all the reps. Um, but he was telling me, we were asking him how tall he was. And he's like, I should be Twizzler size now, which is a Hershey Park reference because your height is by the candy bars. Uh, and that's how you know which, which rides you can go on. Yeah. Twizzler size. So he can go on all the roller coasters. Be honest, were you embarrassed when he was doing the Hamilton stuff? No, actually, he was very good for a, a, a little nine-year-old boy, yeah. I feel like that would make he's in that He's in that not quite awkward phase yet where he still looks like a cute kid. He hasn't, like, hit the puberty spectrum of time yet, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a My great f- job with all the raps, and I was just like, oh, I don't care, but keep going. <laughs> you're you're mis- You got the wrong sister. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cass would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. Did Cass say anything about Cass, Cass I, who bought our entire family tickets to Hamilton one year for Christmas? And I was like, it was okay. <laughs> oh, you saw Hamilton in the, I saw it in, in San Francisco, Broadway? the touring version. So did Cass have anything to say about when I said that she would have to play donkey lips in the 
She has not yet. She has oh, not. Yeah. Maybe she did hear it yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Wish You Were Here. I think that's my favorite Pink Floyd mm-hmm. song. But again, you know, never mm-hmm. was really a big Pink Floyd guy. Wish You Were Here is um, one of the two that I know, and I think I like that one better. So I will also go with that. Yeah. Money. That's another one. It's a blast or something. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Bullshit. What's the other 80s money song? ACDZ Money Talks? No, there's a different one. What am I thinking of? Oh, I know what you're thinking of. Girls don't like boys. Girls like cars and money. <laughs> that one? <laughs> that's not from the 80s. That's from much uh, later, right? That's from, no, that is from Timeless Time. That good Charlotte favorite. It is a timeless Oh, time. I was thinking of uh, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. And your chicks for free. Yeah. I want my MTV. Good song. Good song. I can't wait for the Degrassi episode named Money for Nothing. And the chicks for free. Mm-hmm. The chicks. Chicks. The chicks. Do you, you like the be chicks? Careful. The Dixie chicks? The yeah. Di- the yeah, well, they're, they're, they're the chicks knee now. Dixie chicks? I love the, I love the chicks. <laughs> knee Dixie. <laughs> yeah, I love the chicks. The chicks <clears throat> knee Dixie. I love Natalie Maines. I think she's great. She's a treasure. Should we get into this episode now that it's 36 <laughs> minutes into recording? Pretty much like. <laughs> Money. Yeah. Yeah. I like this episode, boy. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. I like this one. It was it's a good a- episode. I wish it was longer. Because I felt like there was, we could have delved into that B story a bit more, that it didn't get enough attention. Well, the B story I found very confusing. Uh, not yeah, like, and that's oh, why I, I felt confused. like it could have used more time. But I really I liked the A story. I, I know we're, we're going to talk about the B story later, but just quickly. Mm-hmm. When they, when, he, when Holly J is like, you're a toad and like walks away from him. And then they have that conversation about like, she's like, I have to be Holly J for my friends. And I didn't have any expectation or idea that there was any world where that was romantic. No, I dating. And then, and then by the end of it, he's like, I'm not going to date you, Holly J. And I'm like, wait, what? I thought we were just talking about being friends. Like, yeah, yeah. It was very confusing how it jumped into that. And that's why I was like, this really could have used some fleshing out. It felt like there was a scene that got cut where yeah. like he asked her out or like tried to, I don't know. Anyway, we'll get to it. Let's and I still about- don't know why he was trying to learn DDR, but that's, we'll, we'll get to it. Something about it being a requirement in gym. Oh, I He said, I'm going to fail PE. Oh, I missed DDR. that. How is DDR? I don't know. I'm not going to. Is DDR like a thing that people call that? Yeah, it must be. Because yeah. you're saying it like easily. Yeah, DDR. I mean, DDR. in the 2000s, that's what I knew it as. There was a, I feel like there was a brief period where it was very popular and I was there for it. Cool. But we should start with Snake. Snake, snaky, snaky, snake, snake. I wrote my notes say snake at least 17 times. I didn't like actually say that much about what happened i'm just like snake cleared poster for snake snake and this dog keep going stains on snake shirt yeah this mustard (laughs) (laughs) that was the best part that was the best Um, part of the whole episode poor snake nervous johnny demarco (laughs) johnny demarco (laughs) baby jack is scared 
That's good. No, I mean, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. Time away, exclamation point. That's yeah. about Spike, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spike's got to go. She I need to take care of myself, too. She needs to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much the episode. That's the episode. Yeah, so Snake is cleared, and he is allowed to go back to school. He got a call from his lawyer. Um, oh, it also starts off with uh, Emma and Damien making out. Yeah. In her house. And yeah, Damien's yeah, not supposed yeah, to be yeah. there because he's not allowed to be there because Snake might be a pedophile. At first, I thought this episode was going to be because Damien sneaks out at the beginning right before Snake and Spike get home, gets home. And then the phone rings. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This mm-hmm. is going to be because mm-hmm. it, it's Degrassi. He's getting called. Someone reported that Damien was at his house. And now, like, Snake is going to be like mm-hmm. doubly more in trouble than he was. Yes, and they're going to yes. be mad I at Emma. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. <laughs> We got Degrassi brain. We're Degrassi brain. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be the worst case scenario at all times. <laughs> but opposite, good case scenario, not best mm-hmm. case scenario, because some kids will still call him a pedophile like this Lucas asshole. Why is <clears throat> like Lucas and Mia even like I was just a little bit like, guys, come on. I'm decidedly not a fan of Mia with Lucas at all. No. It's like so bad, which is interesting because I really liked when Elena Gilbert was with Damon Salvatore. But I, yeah. although I was team Stefan all the way, if you were wondering, I know you were thinking about this, right? I've never watched this show. But you were wondering where I stood yeah. and I, st- I was always team Stefan <laughs> yeah. from the get go. But then I turned because then I became team Stefan and uh, my favorite character, whose name I can't remember right now, who he ended up with. It's not Stefan and it's not Damon. This is this is embarrassing. It's not, it's not Elena. Nope. It's the best character on the show. Candace Acola is the actress who played her. And I can't put my finger on the name. <sighs> it's not Bonnie because Bonnie was best friends with Damon. And that was a very sweet relationship. Anyway, let's move on. I'll is get it, it Holly J? Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Yes, it certainly <laughs> is. So Snake's cleared. Snake can go back to work. But he is he, a little bit nervous about it. And I don't blame him. He's a 32-year-old, and people are calling him a pedophile. He did 32. Is he 32? <laughs> I mean, I think he's older than that now. But he's maybe he's not. he has not broached 35 yet. I disagree. Are you sure? Because this show started and he was 28 and we add seven years. So he's 35. He said we're in the seventh season. He said, who has two thumbs and officially isn't a pedophile? This This guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) Officially isn't a pedophile is the operative phrase there. I'm doing everything in my power not to look up the character's name from Vampire Diaries, who I love so dearly because I'd want to get it on my own. Just letting you know. So mm-hmm. if it pops in my head and I say it, I didn't look it up. <sighs> I'm embarrassed, f- frankly, because I this is like a top 10 favorite character of all TV shows for me. Wow. Candace Acola, you're looking it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Candace King? Did she get married? She got married, yes. Yes. Okay. Candace King. The great the great okay. Candace King. I know what her name is. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna tell you. Caroline, fuck. That's Caroline what it Forbes. was. Yep, yep. Caroline Forbes, <laughs> Steriline. I was Literally. a Steriline stan at the end. Caroline <laughs> Forbes. Spoiler alert. Oh boy. I hope you're not watching the Vampire Diaries for the first time now because it just made a big spoiler for you. Um, what are you going to do? It's been, it was over 10 years ago. We got to stop talking about these older TV shows, right? And movies. Yeah, we talk whatever. This is our show. The Broomheads just live in it. 
So he's he's going to go, like you said, he's nervous. Mm-hmm. He's nervous. And then Emma is like, I love Emma and Snake's relationship. Like, it's probably my favorite on the show. Like, there's uh, something about, like, I mean, I, I want Snake to be a little bit less afraid, but also he has every reason to be freaked out and upset. And so, and, and Emma doesn't know what that must feel like. So I understand why Emma is so confident about all of it. I was getting a little annoyed with Emma, but I think that was the point. Yeah. Because exactly what you said. Like, she Mm -hmm. can't grasp fully. She's just like, you tell me. I have to. Because he's very nervous because there's people calling him a pedophile and there's like a website. Fucking hilarious website. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) One of the best websites of all time. That's about like, he's a pedophile pedophile teacher and there's like pictures of him. And he's like, I wonder where his hand is. Because it's like, I can't see his hand. Oh, yeah. Must be in in someone's asshole. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. But so Emma is just like, you tell me to be strong. And I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes into school the first day and Lucas with the lid off this fucking prick. Yes. Calls and, him a perv. And Johnny DeMarco, too. They're like standing outside and he's walking by. And poor Snake, like Snake is a sensitive soul. Totally. He doesn't look it. I mean, he does kind of look it, but he doesn't look it like totally. And I, I feel for Snake because he's just a nice guy. And. That's also why this happened with Darcy is because he's a nice guy and it was easy for Darcy to to jump on that when she was feeling really cornered. I not to be like not to that I think Snake did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But I I remember like an immediately when she told him that and he was like couldn't tell and I was like I feel like that's your you have to tell somebody that. We talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, know. I think he did put himself in certain situations that didn't benefit him. And it's hard because his, you know, Emma is also his daughter. And so it's like this this kind of way of coping with, I don't know, it's got to be strange when it's like you have that relationship with Emma and Manny and then yeah. <laughs> there's other students in the school, you know? And his heart was always in the right place, but it's like, you got to keep the door open. You don't hug yeah. the kids. You got to be yeah. like a little bit more stringent and yeah. like, you can't be everybody's friend. But this is why I would never be a teacher. I would just be getting in trouble with all the two young boys. You'd be hugging all the boys. You'd be mm-hmm. hugging them up. Hugging I mean, you'd be up hugging nice. all the girls too. I'd just be hugging everybody. I'm all you, for hugs. You love a hug. I love a hug. <sighs> I miss them. Did we hug last time we saw each other? Yeah. Yeah. I also, I I, I saw another vaccinated friend and she was like, we can hug, right? And so we did. We hugged and it was beautiful. Was this Kelly Mulford? No. (laughs) I don't know if she's vaccinated or not. Guys, not to, not to get jumping in on this too quickly, but the Kelly Mulford saga continues on the Patreon. (laughs) If you want to get the more of the Kelly Mulford story, the saga continues. It's Patreon only. I think we should do a Patreon thing. That's the Kelly Mulford updates, like a 10 minute episode. We put out once a month. We keep it going. So if you want to get on that, we're going to pause the Patreon. So I don't, can people still sign up for it and get the old I don't know how that works. I don't know. We don't charge for me. So yeah, well, you got to hear this. The Kelly Mm -hmm. Mulford saga continues. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> greener pastures greener pastures so snake goes to school for the first day lucas with the lid off calls him a pedophile or a, a, a perv and he leaves he's like i'm not ready i gotta i gotta get out of here and, and he leaves mm-hmm. so then 
it's just kind of this is the pattern. He just like doesn't go to school. He's like, I yeah. can't do it yet. And Emma is like trying to do things to support him. So she kind of corners Darcy in the bathroom and Darcy is like feels really bad about everything. And understandably, like I don't I don't blame Darcy either. I was mad at her when it happened because I knew what it meant for Snake. Um, but I know that she was in a rough spot and Emma knows that too, but Emma's like, Hey, you know, snake didn't do this. Would you help me like do something to kind of cheer him up? We're going to make this poster and get everyone to sign and say how much they want him back in the school. I was impressed with Emma's restraint with Darcy and sort of like forgiving her and being like, I understand that you were going through some shit, but now she didn't she didn't know all the shit when she was mad at Darcy before. And now she knows all the shit. Does everybody know what happened? I don't know if everyone knows what happens, but I, I'm also assuming that Emma knows what happened, but I know that Emma's relationship with Darcy and Manny and, and snake, obviously I feel like she would know what happened at this point. Yeah, I think so too. Darcy and Emma go on this like crusade to get everybody to sign a card that says we Mm -hmm. want you back snake. This is when they run into Lucas and Mia. Mm -hmm. And even Mia's about to sign it. And Lucas is like, what are you doing? I don't want to let my kid be around this. And Mia's like, yeah, I don't know. Two sides to every, I don't know. What does she say? Like, well, she's like, she says something about Darcy's right there. And she says something about like, well, you said that. And then you took it back. And like, I don't know what to believe. And it's just like, well, it's an interesting like road to take, because I do think that uh, in a lot of these cases, the teachers do get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No, no. no. I mean, I I think it's the same. We've, I I think we've talked about that a little bit briefly with, uh, false rape accusations and stuff as well. Um, but the thing is she's literally telling the person who (laughs) said that she was lying, who clearly has not been, um, pressured into saying that she wasn't, she was lying or anything like that. Like she did this on her own accord. Like if anything, admitting that was like way worse for her than it was. Yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, Mia's 16. Maybe I should give her a little bit of credit too, because she's not an adult. (laughs) She's not snake's age. Like I am, you know, and really, you know, worldly, but, but I, I, it was just disappointing for her to say that to Darcy. If it had just been Emma, it's one thing. But the fact that Darcy is right there and you're saying, like, I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I mean, they kind of do say you did change your story, like, and this and that. Like, they yeah. do comment on that it is her. And, like, but, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people sign the card. Manny can't sign the card fast enough. She signs it with two hands. Yeah, two, she two, signs it twice. twice. Manny and Mrs. future Mrs. Hogarth. <laughs> Which I guess... Snake doesn't quite know about because she says he's going to freak out when he sees this or something. Oh, yeah, because she hasn't been able to come over. Oh, right. She lived with them for ages, you know? So she gets home with this card that she wants to show Mm -hmm. Snake, and Spike and Snake are going at each other. Snake, Spike is worried that Emma's going to try to control this whole thing and become anorexic again. Mm -hmm. Snake is just like, I did. And then, and then Christine even like suggests. You know, I'm not saying you did anything, but maybe, like, was there any way she could have misinterpreted what you did? And he gets really angry and says, I didn't do anything wrong, and he storms out of the house. I think mm-hmm. we got to have a conversation about the spike of it all in this episode. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were just writing Spike shitty or what, but I feel like Spike's... It, it, also, we never see Spike. We never see Spike. I don't know anything that's going on with her or what she's thinking or feeling, so I have a really hard time of, like, gauging this character because... We haven't watched the old Degrassi's 
um, or not many of them. So like, we don't know her as a person. And then what we've seen of her in um, Next Generation is not that much. So I don't really know her as a person that well. I just know that she's Emma's mom. And, you know, she got mad about the whole Hatsu thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, completely excusable. This is not the first time that Archie Snake Simpson has fucked up. Um, But he didn't fuck up in this time. Like, it's... He... he did what he could and he was trying to be a good teacher and a good support system for Darcy. And then Darcy made a choice that was bad and bad for snake even more so. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And now Christine Spike Nelson is sitting there saying like, well, did you do something that could be misconstrued? Because I know that you were going to thinking about fucking hot Sue, but you just, she did throw that back in his face, which is a big misstep. I thought in the episode, because I understand worrying about Emma. Yeah. So I under so I understand that. And then I understand her being upset when she comes in and he hasn't gone to work and he's covered in mustard and drunk watching uh monster trucks or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I understand her getting mad about that, but I there's a very little in the way of of support at all for like obviously this is you know this man. Mm-hmm. He's not acting the way he usually acts. Obviously, this is a bigger mental block mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. him. And she's just like, well, you're drunk once. It's not like he was drunk all the time. He did no, get drunk no. one day. And she just like, I'm taking baby Jack. I'm leaving. Well, you know, she just doesn't have the wisdom that we have at 36 and 40 mm. because she's only 35. That is true. That is that is true. She's a child. No, but I mean, <laughs> you know, your the mental health of your yeah. partner is not well. So rather than just like, Snake obviously comes to this on his own and he realizes yeah. this and he says he's going to go talk to a counselor because he needs mm-hmm. to reintegrate into society at his school, but he can't do it alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just... and. And she, I, 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 like you said, I don't think they're writing her particularly well, but there's no empathy for mm-hmm. the struggle. Like, could you imagine, like, imagine going to a school and like, even if it's just four kids saying that, mm-hmm. and then this website shows up. This, if you haven't seen it, you got it. The, the website oh, is the best thing. The website is so good. Perv teacher. And then it's like behind it written, ha ha ha. It's like written like the Joker, <laughs> like, like in like graffiti. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I was like not feeling Spike in this episode one iota. I was not either. And I, I understand. So to go back though, uh, Snake does not go to school. Emma comes no. home and he is Be- drunk and he's eating hot dogs. Before so he does that, when they have the fight and he walks out, then he ends up sleeping on the couch with the dog. Right. Remember and the dog that Emma adopted like yes. two episodes ago? And that dog loved steak. It was licking the oh shit. Oh my God. The dog face. was licking the shit out of his face. It was really funny. I was like, that looks like a really uncomfortable way to sleep on the, cu- on the couch with the dog on top of you. Uh, so. So when he doesn't go to school, she comes home and again, he's eating hot dogs and his shirt is covered in mustard. Covered he, in mustard. It's a nice dress shirt. Too. I, know. I, was like, I guess you just, like, they just gave up the mustard out. Puffy. Um, so she's like, are you drunk? And he's watching, uh, what is it called? It's not monster truck. It's like Derby or something. Yeah. 
I don't know. Sunday, Sunday, Something. Sunday. And he says, he go, he's drunk and he goes, I'm watching cars crash into each other. It's awesome. <laughs> that was like, that was like the <laughs> so good snake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was fun. And then that's when Spike comes home. And she's like, you're drunk. We're leaving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, I just got to the point where the website is up. The website's time. tremendous. <laughs> what is he thinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's his hand? Where is his hand? Uh, it's in a student's <laughs> butthole. Is that all right? Is that what you want? Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. sliding down On the crack. grassy property. <laughs> so he is questioning. Lucas is such an asshole I in this too. Yeah, but you know, by in two seasons he'll be like marrying Liberty, and I will love. And him. we'll be like, yes, yeah. What a snot. <laughs> you know, uh, well, mm-hmm. our our tune will change. Oh, I know. I I haven't felt differently about Hot Peter yet, but we'll see what happens. Whatever bubbles, bubbles up. So, uh, Christine is saying that she, Baby Jack, and Emma are all going to go and live, stay with her mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like the next morning, and this is when Snake is like, "I'm gonna try." I'm. Oh, also, it's he goes. He does go to school and teaches a class. That's when he finds the website, and that's when Hatsulakis, not plain Sulakis, but Hatsulakis. It's right when he sends Lucas to see Hatsu, mm-hmm. but he like yelled at him a little bit, and Hatsu was came up when it happened, and Lucas, like being the cocky teen that he is, is like, "Oh, I think that she's here for you." Yeah, and she. And so then he went out, and she's like, "I know you. I know you can do this." Like she was also being supportive in the way that Emma was. Yeah, she gives him a nice pep talk, which was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Christine, not so much. The next morning, this is when Snake realizes, I'm going to go see this counselor, and I'm going to try to get my shit back together. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Spike is like, we're out of here. Let's go, Emma. And Emma's like, no, girl, I'm staying. Fuck no. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm supporting my dad. Yeah, she calls him. She says, I believe in you, dad. She's pretty cute. But It is really cute. Christine says, she ne- why do I keep calling her Christine? Because that's her name. I know, but like, I never call her that. Every so often, I want to call Snake Archie. So Archibald Rupert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Archie, because it's for short. Archibald you know. Rupert is kind of a pedophile name, though, if you're being honest. <laughs> it just sounds like a, a you know, he sounds like uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's son. <laughs> Meghan Markle. Oh, Piers, get out of here! Not yet. Not, he heard not time. Not he time. heard. <laughs> he heard Meghan Markle, and he was like fucking. In here, uh, drop. I the knew hat. Lucas would be a great liar for this oh, episode, but I know it's not going to be him. I have a feeling it's not going to be Lucas. Yeah, because uh, he's a man. Mm-hmm. Men can't be liars, according to people. Nope. That's not. I would never say that. I, men are the worst liars of all. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's getting riled up. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the whole mustard beer <laughs> uh, monster trucks scene <laughs> is when like. Christine walks in with baby Jack and like snake drops something or something like that. And baby Jack's like scared. (laughs) He's also like like, fucking pounded booze at three in the morning at one point and spills all the ice and wakes Emma up. Yeah. And your favorite teacher has to fill in for him when he doesn't show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dom Herrera. He's great. (laughs) So, uh, Spike is going to leave with baby Jack to take care of herself, look out for herself. But Emma is going to stay put because she's going to support her dad, which I think is mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where this goes as always. Yeah, You never I'm know excited. where it's going to go. 
I'm excited. It might go somewhere good. It might go somewhere bad. We don't know. This was an interesting uh, A story, though. I enjoyed it. I was frustrated by it in in ways that it was meant to be, I think, frustrating. You know, we're supposed Mm -hmm. to feel frustrated. Mm -hmm. But Emma really has snakes back, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I... I really liked it a lot too. I wanted to see Snake return to work and it be good and easy. Yeah. I wanted that for him. Right. But it's Degrassi, so. But it's Degrassi, so it's not going to be that. B story. This would have been a great B story if they had just given it a little more breathing room. I loved the the everything that happened. I loved it. And then I was like I mean, was there a part of me that was like, oh, it would be cute if Toby and Holly J like got together? I was like, definitely. But I wasn't like seeing that in mm-hmm. what they were telling. I was like, oh, maybe in a couple episodes. But mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it didn't feel that way. But she was like ready to date him by the end, Holly Jacoby yeah. Myers Sinclair. Yeah. She wanted to. And he was like, Toby Isaac plays by his own rules or something. What it was, it, it got weird fast. Like they cut some scenes. Toby Isaacs calls the shots is what he says. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, go ahead. Let's so start. it starts off with a uh, math class with coach Anderson Armstrong mm-hmm. and Mia and Anya who has dyed her hair. So it's slightly different looking than Holly J's now. So I can tell the difference between the two of them. You know, that the, the note came down. These girls look too much alike and something has to be done. 100%. And they are still wearing the same vests over other shirts throughout the episode, which is their style. I do not understand. It's going to end up being like fight club. Like t- Holly J is just <laughs> Tyler Durden. <laughs> Anya's Tyler Durden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're like, there's a lot of like real quick witty banter. Like mm-hmm. she's like, Lucas and I are going to dinner. You and Sav could come with us. And 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 then she's like, oh, Holly J, you could come too. And she's like, greasy food with greasy company. <laughs> I know. I wrote that down too. And then Mia says, uh, oh no. She, greasy says, food and greasy company. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the and, notes. And then someone goes, um, where did you do? Shoot your pilot for the not funny. Funny network. <laughs> That's my that next me. note. That's my next note. It was all this like really mm-hmm. like screwball mm-hmm. banter, but really terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. but but what essentially what's happened is they all get these math tests back, and Holly Jason Claire has gotten a 56% on her math. Holly Jason Claire, the genius for Jacoby and Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone else has done a little bit better. And so coach Anderson Armstrong is kind of hinting at, uh, tutoring for those of them who haven't done very well. Right. Yeah. So this is why she approaches Toby Isaacs because her sister told her that she, he was like a big Mm. nerd. Yeah. And he called her the Sinclair (laughs) heir. Yeah. So, um, she says, I have money. And he's like, forget about money. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. And, and we then, don't know what the scratching well, is yet. Either does she. So yeah. then they go <laughs> ahead and do the tutoring without yeah. discussing. Without her what knowing it what it is. So it she's like, it could have been sex. Like, could, and I was like, is I mean, I knew it wouldn't be because no, it no, it's Toby. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was Jay Hogart, circa season five, definitely. Sure. Yeah, blowjobs and gonorrhea for everyone. But uh, so they finish the tutoring and he's like, my turn. And she's like, I'm not giving you my panties. <laughs> she might have said underwear, but either way. That, and he's like, ew, I don't want that. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yes, you do. You mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. skis. 
He wants her to teach him Dance Dance Revolution because for some reason it's part of the PE curriculum at Degrassi Community. I was very confused about this and I missed that. So that's what he needs. Um, And so we see a scene of him trying it out and her standing behind him. She puts his hands on his shoulders and somehow they both fall backwards in a very awkward way that clearly was not well done. Yeah. And they're both on the floor on their elbows like, oh, DDR, you're so silly. And they're talking, I don't know, they're getting along. It's obvious they're, like, getting along. Yeah, when, but I, I'm not thinking of dating for them at all. I just think not, that they're friends, like, and I, that they can get along. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was, like, thinking, I was like, oh, God, he's going to, like, try to kiss her and she's going to, like, run away. That was, like, a thing I was feeling. Yeah, yeah. But, no, Anya walks by with some of the other girls and... Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair just pretends that she hates Toby. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, she says, I try to help you and you try to grope me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of accusations being hurled at the men of Degrassi that are untrue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But before that, when she's um, with him and he's teaching her about parabolic curves and they're looking at uh, the computer and he, they're making comments about the teachers not knowing even how to do what Toby's doing. Right, right. She's like smiling and he says, save your smiles for when they count. Like he's. No, she, she says that. She says, I've learned to save my smiles oh. for when they count. Sorry, I said that Because wrong. he says something along the lines of like, she's like, I can't believe you like this stuff, like math mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, well, I can't believe, I couldn't imagine liking jumping up and down. Oh, that, that's right. Spirit yeah. Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With those smiles on your face. And he's like, that's the only time I see you smile. And yes. she's like, well, I've been told to save my son. And he's like, can I get one? And she does. So maybe there is a little flirtation that we just yeah. missed. I don't know. It just felt like friendly rather than flirtation. And like, I thought so too. And like uh, Shyler Stone are trying to make something out of it that isn't there. Or we missed a scene. I'm not sure. Well, we didn't. Mi- we saw all the scenes. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they, they cut missed it. one. Yeah. <laughs> we need to give more. We, were we need. We a need. Scene. We gotta have Snake have mustard all over his shirt. That was a very crucial scene to this it episode. It was pretty great. Toby's like whatever he does. He, he it's like literally no skin off my back. He like mm-hmm. he's like whatever. So then later on, she like approaches him because she does well on the test. She got an eighty. So, uh. What's her name? Uh, Holly Jacoby and Meyer Sinclair. Anya. Tyler Durden. Oh, Anya, Anya. (laughs) Anya's like, I guess tutoring paid off. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah. And then Anya starts to rethink things here. She's like, I mean, sorry, Holly J Mm -hmm. is like, he's geek chic. She calls him geek chic. Geek chic. Well, he he cheers as like a miniature pie with Liberty. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which is very cute. There's, oh. We forgot the scene about Liberty and Toby in the beginning when that this uh, they're they're chatting and Liberty's talking about who could take over. Right. I think right. that she's actually the one, or Toby says the Sinclair error to her then about Holly J. Yeah, because then they see Holly J and Liberty runs away, and Toby's like, "No, don't leave me here." He's like afraid of her. It's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, so she then, te- so Anya's like, wait, so do we like Toby? Cause mm-hmm. they'll evidently do anything Holly J says. Mm-hmm. So there was no need to call him a toad and run away from him. Mm-mm. So, uh, th- so she's decided after saying that he groped her when he didn't, that mm-hmm. she's now going to tell everybody he's cool. Mm-hmm. 
because she got a good grade of the test. So then she approaches him and he's like, oh, I'm okay to talk to now. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's when she says, my friends expect Holly J. Jacob. She says it like this. These are the exact words. She goes, my friends expect Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Which I was like, oh, wow. I was like, it is Jacoby and Myers. Mm-hmm. Surprising <laughs> to me. Her parents must have been big fans of the commercials. And she's like, but is this when they... Is this when she's like, I'm going to date you now? <laughs> like, it is, yeah, right? it's very weird. It's very weird. I didn't even get what she, when she was talking to him, I wasn't even getting date vibes out of it then. And then he's just like, I'm not going to date you, Holly J. You were mean to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, Toby, I got to be honest with you. This is a bad decision. He tells her at some point, drop the bitch act. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Which honestly, like that's an accurate word as a female, I feel like, for what she's doing this time period. I think I'm confusing the timeline. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm, I have confused it as well. And it's all in the background for me. <laughs> he definitely, I think he tells her to drop the bitch act. I think it happens mm-hmm. that she calls him a toad and leaves. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to him and he sa- she says, people expect me to be Holly J. Yes. Holly Jacoby and Myers. And then he and he says, drop the bitch act. Then she goes and tells Anya that they like him now. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to see him again. And that's when he's like, I'm not going to date you. And I'm like, you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> Toby, <laughs> just do it. Kendra has been gone. She disappeared and we never saw her again. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. Kendra. We don't know. Kendra and sp- sp- fucking Spinner's sister. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to date you. Toby Isaacs calls the shots, which was hilarious. And also like, dude, you don't. This is a I mean, Holly J is very, she even says she's like, when people see you with me, they're going to like think you're the coolest. And he's like, I don't care. I care about I have other people that I care about. And she's like, who? Liberty. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that even he meant that in a dating way. I w- this was a very confusing. No, no, no. It was very confusing, and I felt like we were missing something. But I don't think he meant liberty in a dating way. I think he I don't just either. meant, like, there's people that were important to him, and she was not one of them. I kind of want to see Toby and Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair dating, though. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen because knowing this show, a B story like this isn't going to develop into anything. But it would be yeah. a great if it did. Also, it's like... I, I saw it both times that I've watched this where it says like featuring Jake Goldsby because he's not even in the fucking opening credits. Oh, right. Toby. This must be his swan song for uh, yeah. stories devoted yeah. to him. I mean, he hasn't been in the opening credits for a while. This isn't the, f- the first time, but. I did recoil when he said uh, drop the bitch act. I went, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, she was being one, but also, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, also the mid two thousands. I think no one would have cared as much. So Holly J is so mean, and like I like she's that Holly- so mean. Like but she, she, she kind of deserves it. And they also like her. Her reasons for being mean are not even like that good. She's like, people expect me to be mean, so I have to be mean. <laughs> okay, Toby Isaacs calls the shots. Toby Isaacs calls the shots. And I like sh- that she said to Anya when they were talking about it. She's like, we might like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to keep up, Anya. Poor yeah. Anya, who's like dating Sav, who we haven't seen for like months. <laughs> oh, I know. They also like have mean girls on this show that they really just will not commit to being fully. Like this is the fourth time we've ever seen Holly J and she wants mm-hmm. to date Toby. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> so like, all right. And Paige was always like the mean girl who's not really mean. Yeah. I loved this though. I love watching Toby. He's great. I really like Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. She makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a fun B story. I just wish that we had that missing scene. Also, I just noticed um, I met the scene where Holly Jacoby and Myers gets her 80% on her math test and she's showing Anya slash Tyler Durden at the picnic table. No, she's and not you can Tyler see... Durden. Holly J would be Tyler Durden. Gotcha. Anya's she... the other character. You can see under her math test that Anya has all of her stickers from her sticker. Oh God, that's right. It's got like Continuity. dolphin stickers. I know they're doing some good here. I do want to point out that you just called her Ali Jacoby and Myers Sinclair, so my work here is done. I know, I know. I did it for you. Perfect time for, for a hiatus. Because mm-hmm. hopefully you'll forget it by the time we come back. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> so yeah, this was good. I had fun with this B story. I really mm-hmm, enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a little muddled. I felt like we missed a scene or two, but. I'm into the idea of these two dating, but I guess it's not going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. But you know, Rachel. Yes. When we watch these episodes, we always like to distill them down mm-hmm. to one of the most important aspects, and that's how much it goes there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many subjects are tackled that you can't even believe you're seeing tackled on a teenage show? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many pregnancies or shootings mm-hmm. or stabbings outside of Emma's house at a party? Or abortions. Or abortions. Or, or rapes. Rapes. So a lot of rapes, actually. Yeah. A strange lot of, I mean, it's rapes. very common. Um, have you watched SVU every week for 20-some years? Because I have not. I have very not. common. I have very not. common. I've never seen an episode of that show. Um, really? Eight, no, I've never seen are an episode. You, are you Steven Soderbergh right now? <laughs> no, I'm Pat. I have never. I, I have no desire to watch that show. It's just all huh. people being like raped and murdered and i'm like i just don't i have no i don't yeah, have that's the, fair i don't have I, the I stomach mean, I'm, for it i'm a law and order purist I yeah like you the like the original. og i have seen i've seen that one of course yeah i've seen pretty much every episode of that one and if i i, I think you can only keep somebody in your brain at a time so there's certain ones i forgot but i've seen them all i think that so many people watching law and order as view has like uh like made people like inured to like those horrible crimes in some ways i'd agree yeah i'd agree and i mean that's why people watch all those true crime things Mm -hmm. but it's really horrible if it actually happens to you yeah totally anyway that's another story for another day this Mm -hmm. is time to do our patented we made a patented scale of one to ten one being the lowest ten being the highest of how much each episode of degrassi the next generation goes there so it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. rachel i have to ask because i do every week Mm-hmm. But I say a different episode title because it's always a different episode. But this week, how mm-hmm. much do you think episode 718, Another Brick in the Wall, goes there? I gave it a three. Okay. I don't even know if it goes there a three. It doesn't go there very much. Um, there's nothing really dramatic that happens there. There are teenagers accusing an older man of being a pedophile and showing him a website saying as much um nothing exciting happens in the b story i don't know it i don't know if it really even goes there or three but i think it was snake's psychological state that gave me that extra bump Mm -hmm. where i just felt bad for him yeah it's not a particularly like taboo shattering episode but i think Mm -mm. it gets at least a three just for having to watch toby do that dance dance revolution i think the mustard stains really (laughs) give it that three (laughs) 
<laughs> Those two things, the mustard stains and the terrible dancing. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. could be that adept at dance dance rhythm. It's like impossible. It's so easy. It's like step yeah, to the right, I step mean, to the left. You could be slow, but yeah. this is something else entirely. The video game, I've never played it, but the game was, and I don't know if it really does this. You would know, I guess. Is it, They're like, you're doing badly. Or like, like telling her. I don't remember. I I didn't really play it that much. I mean, it was an arcade game before it was like a home game. And mm-hmm. so I just remember it being in arcades in the early 2000s before this episode aired. Gotcha, gotcha. I gotcha. definitely was not playing Dance Dance Revolution in 2007. And then once um, Holly J started helping him, it was like, you're doing better. It's like, you yeah. know who I think did that voiceover was um, Isabel. Mm, Bella. Bella. Mm-hmm. Cookie, mommy, breaking all of the rules. Breaking all the rules. Ozzy Osbourne, you love it. There were some pop punk bands who were really into DDR for a brief period or something like that. Somehow, I, I, it was cool to do it when it was in arcades. DDR, and I just remember us trying to do it some, but not really being that good at it but not as bad as toby is he's so slow toby can't even like put he can't even turn left or right with his foot no has he ever played twister (laughs) (laughs) so many questions for toby he's just on his computer all day yeah Uh, electronics Mm -hmm. electronic cookie electronics mommy mommy so anyway i i say a three also i'm going with Mm -hmm. you Mm-hmm. Um, so Patrick, yeah, we like to take a big spotlight, one of those ones that you see in an old theater, and we swing it around onto the stage, and we pick somebody that we think, like, hmm, this person really did something special today mm-hmm. in this episode. I mean, not today in two thousand seven, but they we saw it today, and today we feel like we want to shine that spotlight on someone, and I would like to know who that person is that you pick from this episode. For my what my MVD? Well, yes. I'd be remiss to say to if I didn't just say Chadwick Boseman because it's insane that we live in a world. I'm not even making a joke. It's fucking crazy that we live in a world where a bunch of people who vote for a fucking award. Which let's be honest, like I I'm, I didn't see all of the movies. I don't mm-hmm. know who arbitrarily was the best, but like as if that's well, what this is, they vote. This is what for. I was trying to say was that there is no best right. because they're so different right. so, like and just because someone does an amazing job doesn't mean that someone else doesn't also do an amazing job all these people for being fucking nominated did amazing jobs totally at absolutely their job. and this is like the, the only time that we can ever we will ever be able that we like we're part of that the yeah, we're, academy we're the, we the academy <laughs> would have ever been uh able to acknowledge this man's work lots of times for example someone like al pacino who who deserved oscars in the 70s and the 80s and didn't win them for whatever reason then he mm-hmm. makes a shitbag movie like scent of a woman and they say here's an oscar because you've yeah. been great for so long now he chadwick Boseman will never be able to have that and somehow some lunatics were filling out their ballots and were like you know what not him and I can't even believe it. It's bizarre. As if we give I'm, these on merit. It's this I, is, I said to you last week, like, I if I had been voting for the Academy, I thought that Anthony Hopkins did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I know. It was incredible. 
But I couldn't imagine a world where Chadwick Boseman didn't win this award. And that is not to say that Chadwick Boseman did not also do a phenomenal job because he also did a phenomenal job. It was just a very different movie mm-hmm. because these are all very different movies. But you, and it's really hard to compare them in one category because these people all did a fucking fantastic job. But Chadwick Boseman has no other opportunity to win this. Let's give it to him because he deserved it for his performance. And the man gave a lot. In a short amount of time. He was oh my God. Little... I was, I was saying that my mom keeps saying how sad it is and it is sad. Like I don't, I don't want to discredit oh, that at all. It's, it's always sad when someone dies young because I mean, it's sad when anyone dies period, but it's sad when someone dies young because mm. they don't have as much opportunity to do as much. It as wasn't very people. sad to me when Rush Limbaugh died. Is that okay to say? Cause I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might be more empathetic than that. I, I can't stand Rush Limbaugh, but I think it's always sad when someone dies. Yeah. I've been very, unsympathetic to people with grandparents who've died recently because (laughs) I haven't had any living grandparents for a long time. And so people my age with living grandparents, I'm like, you had 36 years with your grandparents. That's incredible. Two of mine died before I was age of one died before I was born. One died when I was four. Um, the other one died when I was 14. And then the last one was had dementia from my the age of like 22 on. So like, I don't know. I didn't have like a lot of time with a lot of grandparents. I didn't have all these meaningful grandparents. I love where grand- this turned. I love where, what, what route this has gone down. Fuck all, all you these- old poultry people with living grandparents. Well, I, I just like felt like I didn't They're have all this. Rage. I didn't have these experiences of like having a really wonderful relationship with my grandparents that other people did. And I was jealous of it. I haven't had a grandparent Um, since I was like 12. So yeah, I just don't understand these people who still have living grandparents and then they're sad about their deaths. And I was (laughs) like, it's okay to be sad about their death. Exactly. Because because every death is sad. No matter. Except for Rush Limbaugh. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. Burn in hell, Rush Limbaugh. I don't even care. Except for Pat's feelings about Rush Limbaugh. I mean, I I'm not gonna be sad when Trump dies. I'm like, I just don't. I mean, but Rush Limbaugh is just as bad as Trump. Oh no, he is. Rush Limbaugh begat Trump. Anyway, we're getting off on a crazy tangent. We're getting off on a tangent. But what were we talking about for MVD? MVD. I was shouting out Chadwick (laughs) Boseman. He's not my MVD because he wasn't. Well, no, no. I I didn't finish my sentiment about it though. Let me just finish the one thing I was going to say about Chadwick Boseman before I got off on the grandparent tangent was just that the one thing that I think that we should all really applaud him for is the amount of work that he did in his life. Like he, for someone who didn't like he didn't know he was going to die until like more recently. Um, he did a lot of amazing things in the short time that he had. And that's something to be really proud of. Yes. And to aspire to it's, it's, it's brave. Yes. Yeah. Which As we're sitting here recording why, this podcast, right. but which is all the reason, more reason why they, it's insane to me. Mm-hmm. If you had an opportunity to vote for that award and you didn't think what a moment it will be, not for the view, like the Steven Soderbergh thing is actually a little gross because like milking it for like this tragic yeah, moment. That was so unnecessary. People, but like to allow that moment to happen for, I'm assuming his wife who would have accepted mm-hmm. the award mm-hmm. probably. And I'm assuming was there, but maybe she wasn't because they only showed a picture either way. Yeah. To afford Well, they wouldn't show her because right, right, she's true. not very him. True, very true. But I also wonder if she had been there. I mean, I didn't I think I don't she probably think that we was. saw her. I think she yeah. cuz she had accepted on his behalf at all the other 
literally yeah, but those every were Zoom, one. so yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But to give that moment to his family and to, I just want to take a quick second and say that I felt really bad for everyone in Europe. <laughs> It was like three in the morning for them and they're trying giving these acceptance speeches. I was like, good on them to stay up and stay like made up and in tuxes or dresses and just be like, okay, we can handle this. And I'm like, it's a fucking middle of the night. They woke up at 8 p.m. They're fine. These heroes. They're good. They're good to go. But yeah, so before you started shaming people for being sad about their grandparents dying, I just wanted to Mm -hmm. say, uh, A shout out to Chad. What a what a fucking amazing talent gone too soon and should have fucking be an Oscar winner and now because mm-hmm. some and I, assholes. I also just want to say I was I was talking about how I was feeling so jealous of them. I know, Rach. And I pointed that out. Rach, it's not I wasn't shaming them. I'm for just their You're right. I I was absolutely <laughs> kidding, but maybe I shouldn't have said that. And feel free to cut it. Feel free to cut it. I was just kidding with you. But yeah. if you feel drop the bitch act, Rachel. Yeah. No, 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 no. Please, if you feel uncomfortable, you should cut it. I was just kidding, but so you should cut it. Um, but we're not here to talk about all this. Uh MVD. Um we might be. I don't know. You know what? Here's an it. I'm actually gonna tie it. I'm gonna tie Chadwick Boseman's Oscar should have been a win into my MVD. Because I'm gonna okay. tell you something right now. This is dead true. Mm-hmm. I think the MVD is Snake, but I mm-hmm. don't think I'm going to have another opportunity to award an MVD to Toby. Oh, I've did so. I am going. Ooh. So here I am. Um, maybe I'm not choosing it on the who was the mm-hmm. most amazing, great person. In the, I'm giving it to the person who. This might be my last opportunity to give it to a beloved character of mine who mm-hmm. has done amazing work in the past, whose father, Jeff Isaacs, is one of my favorite characters uh, of all time. I'm going to give it to Toby Isaacs because I love Toby, even though, and I enjoyed this story as confusing as it may have been at points. I really did enjoy it. was one of those not particularly heavy stories. It was one of those like nice kind of like, Ah, mm-hmm. breezy Degrassi B stories that I love. Mm-hmm. So another brick in the walls MVD for me is Toby Isaacs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am surprised you did not go with Rufus the dog. Yeah, no, Rufus I would the have dog you'd go made with a a really good appearance in this episode. Like he was loving on Snake. I love the fact that there was some continuity and they kept this dog. They did, yeah. <laughs> in the Nelson household. The Nelson Simpson household. Rufus Nelson. Yeah. Um, I had a really hard time picking an MVD for this episode, whereas last week I couldn't pick one because I thought no one was good. Um, you liked a lot of people in this one. I liked a lot of people. I thought Holly J. Sinclair was very funny in this episode. I Holly, J. Holly J. is going to be hard to not vote for every time she's on the show. I know. I still don't like her because I think she's mean, but I thought she was very funny on this episode and that was worth uh, pointing out. I wonder out. what she thinks about people's living grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they just get more time to know them so they're sadder about it there than you go. I was. By the way, I also yeah. say that about grandparents. I always say, <laughs> I always say grandparents exist to die. <laughs> they do. And they're your, they're your buffer with getting used to death. Which becomes weird when it's now our parent, because like I have a kid who has yeah. those grandparents, but yeah, anyways. yeah. God bless. Exactly. I know. I, and like, because I have anxiety, I constantly think about, like, I watch a movie about um, Anthony Hopkins having dementia. And I'm like, that's going to be my parents. And I just, 
like worry about it preemptively. And you'll be like, Olivia like, Coleman. Well, I do. I mean, I already feel like Olivia Coleman. I'm not as good of an actor as she is, She's but an excellent actor. Oh my god, I wanted her to win Best Supporting Actress. I have not seen Minari, so I cannot say anything about that woman, but she was hilarious. She was hilarious. That was a oh great speech. I loved her calling out her sons. <laughs> Dude, Daniel Kaluuya was hilarious too when he was oh, like also and his mom, his poor mom. She was like, watching. What is he talking about? <laughs> you couldn't see his lips. It's so funny. Oh man. Some people, some people really hated that they did not have the playoff music, and I love Who the fact that they did that? not have. Oh my god! You know what? Not to be like a stickler, but th- th- mm-hmm. they, if they had the playoff music, you know, when they would have been playing fucking Thomas Vittenberg off at like the moment he started talking about his daughter, like it would have mm-hmm. gotten to that point, and they would have been playing him off, and that would have been a tragedy because that mm-hmm. was a beautiful, sad, lovely story to tell. I know. And I'm glad that he told us that because it really makes things more meaningful to hear people's stories behind it. And they don't get that much. Like you get like two seconds to talk about the damn movies. Like let them talk. And I do think that some of Questlove's music choices were a little odd, but I'll let it it slide. I love Questlove. She played (laughs) Mannequin. Thomas Vittenberg. If it's Thomas Vittenberg, I'm not sure. But I listened to an interview with him on a podcast where Uh he was telling the story. And he also Uh said that like Mads Mikkelsen and the guys in the movie made it like their mission to like just keep him light and like make him laugh during takes. Like that's all they wanted to do. And I was like, that's such a special bond. Like what a fucking horrible tragedy. And to be. Because I can't imagine having to deal with that grief while you're trying to do something like this. And then to try to accept awards for something and be like this is the best thing that I've done yeah. up to this point and my daughter's not yeah. here who was supposed to be a part of yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Who was like going to be in the movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Devastating. Devastating. Anyway. Yeah. Who's your MVD? Rufus is not my MVD. Or Holly J. Um and it's not Holly J and I thought about Toby too for the same reasons you did, but it was it did not feel like a good Toby episode to me and it might have I don't know, it was just a little weird. But I felt a little bit differently about the A story, and I actually went with Emma. And I, it's a snake episode, but I really think that it's the Emma snake relationship that makes this episode. And if I could choose a relationship instead of our two people, I would pick both of them because it's the two of them working together that really does it for me. I don't know if you know this, Rachel, but this is your podcast and you can do whatever the fuck you want. I've already done whatever the fuck I want in this category, and then you get mad at me about it. So I'm going to pick one person. That person is Emma. I do scold you. <laughs> this person is Emma, because even though she's a little naive and she doesn't know exactly how Snake is feeling, I think that her support of him is so important in this episode, and that's what really won me over. I think it really and his, boosts him. his mustard stained shirt didn't do it for me, so... He was eating so yellow, uh, yellow. People love you. I, I'm a big mustard guy, but I'm a spicy brown all day long, all day strong, all day long. I'll eat, I'll eat a yellow mustard on a hot dog, which I think he was eating. Um, but I tend to avoid the yellow, and I will just get. I will have like four mustards in my fridge at any given time for different things. Mm-hmm. But normally, it's not always a yellow mustard. It's it's everything. Good. I never have a yellow mustard. If I'm forced mm-hmm. to put a yellow mustard on a hot dog, like at a baseball game, I'll do it, mm-hmm. but begrudgingly. Yeah. I would prefer a spicy brown. The best. Or a deli. deli. 
mm-hmm. killing a jelly, like a golden's jelly. That's all you mm-hmm. need in life. But if, but I would prefer, there's certain situations, like if you gave me a hot dog and I only had a yellow mustard and a honey mustard, I would pick the yellow mustard. I would too. I would too. Yeah. hundred percent. Honey mustard is, is the non-mustard of the mustard. Yeah. It's more, it's mostly honey. Mm-hmm. What do you think about a it's bread a and butter mustard. pickle? You like a bread and butter pickle, the sweet bread and butter? I do like a bread and butter. Me too. How do you feel about dill spears? Good. Do you like half sours? Uh, yeah, sure. I like pickles, uh, uh, but like a th- I prefer I prefer a pickle to a relish on a burger or a hot dog. Question. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, actually, I don't want a pickle on a hot dog. That doesn't make any sense. But on a burger, yeah, I, I prefer put a pickle. I, put a pickle. I, I feel like people are down on the sweet and sours. I think they're like, this isn't a pickle because it's sweet, but it's like great. I love a sweet. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, I, who who doesn't like a sweet and sour? My wife. My wife. <gasps> Oscar nominee Sasha Baron Malia. <laughs> I saw that movie on. Nobody uh, likes that movie, but you did say you liked Ursa? it. You did say you liked it's it. really good. Well, I don't. I mean, it doesn't win the awards, but people are like, "Oh, we don't need to give all the white men the awards." So mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> but it is a good movie. It feels very Aaron Sorkin. My life, right? Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It doesn't feel Borat. <laughs> Borat had a lot of nominations. Was that noted for Best I Picture? Know. No, okay. it was not. It was nominated for Best Supporting Actress and for something else. But I haven't seen it yet. That's one I haven't seen. I saw it. What'd you think? It was fine. I mean, I'm not a big Borat yeah. guy. I'm not like big yeah. into like, um, I'm going to make all these people look stupid mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Although the Eric Andre movie I did like a lot. Mm. Bad Trip. Big, big time. Yeah, Very I fun. liked... I liked the original Borat and like some of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's early stuff, but I haven't seen, I watched a little bit of that more recent show that he did. I watched like one episode of it and I was like, I can't, it's too cringy for me. I'm not into Um, making people look dumb. No, but it's, I mean, he's doing it in a, an activist-y way, which I think is good too. In the new movie, Um, even, even more so, which not in the first movie. In the first movie, he's just being a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. You're going with Emmeline. I'm going with Emmeline. Emmeline, there you go. Tough choices, I know. Hello, Rachel. Do you know who oh, this is? Oh, Piers. Do you Piers. know who this is? I do. I'm going to get my wine. Who is it? It's Piers Morgan. It's not Piers Morgan. <gasps> is it Bob Hoskins? It's your old pal, Bob Hoskins. It's not Anthony Hopkins. It's not Anthony <laughs> It's not Oscar winner in the face of all You know, I used to get them tragedy. confused. Bob. I used to get... I used to get Bob Hoskins and Anthony Hopkins confused. Hold on a second. Maybe I could say, hello, it's me, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I, hello, Rachel. Did you know I was a big fan of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast? I did not. Oh, a big fan. I wanted to come here after my big Oscar surprise win over the great Chadwick Boseman to say thanks and have a great hiatus. And I wanted to say that to me, Bob Huskins. I decided I would come on here today and I would say thank you for all the laughs. Thank you both. What do you think? I'm here today because I just wanted to say, hey, hey, gotta go. See you later. Oh, thanks, Bob. It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you. It's nice to be here. You thought I was Piers Morgan because, oh. weirdly, I sound exactly like Piers Morgan, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not Piers Morgan. Bob Hoskins, you guys are going to take a little break, I heard. Yeah, we are, just for a little bit. All right. Well, it's good to see you. I just wanted to come on and say, have a nice month. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Enjoy Bob. yourself. I will. Kick your feet up. Mm-hmm. Invade a pirate ship. Mm. Try to find some ghosts around your house. Oh, I can do that. Make sure. Here's the thing I wanted to tell you. Make sure your dollhouses or your own houses, if you've wrapped them with cellophane, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the ghosts are already out. Because if they're in and you put the plastic around the house, they can't get out. Should I wrap my trophies? Your trophies, you're gonna, you might need your trophies as weapons. Oh, gotcha. So I'll leave them So you unwrapped. should keep your trophies mm-hmm. at all times around so you could stab a ghost or a monster. Mm-hmm. Really, you can't really stab a ghost. But a monster you can stab right in the heart. Can you trap a ghost in plastic wrap? Yeah, I've told you. you got, yeah, because if, if they the can't house. get in, then they can't get out either. Well, that's the problem. That's mm-hmm. the problem. So you've got to make sure they're already out of the house. Mm-hmm. Because if they are in the house, when you put the plastic wrap, you, you, you ask the Warrens about it. I will. They're dead. I'm also dead, interestingly. I'm a ghost. Uh-oh. <laughs> are you going to come through the Zoom at me? No, I'm not. I'm going to just say farewell. Have a nice May. Thanks, Bob. We'll see you when you're back in June for episode 719. Uh, Shoplifters of the world unite and take over. (laughs) Money for nothing. Bob, hello, Rachel. It's me, your old oh, pal, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. I'm hey. Here today. hey, Steven Tyler. Do you remember that half season when we talked about Live and Bush all the time? <laughs> yeah. What, what are you saying? You want to see Ed Kowalczyk come in here? No, no, no. He was never a guest. He was never a guest. So, Do you want to talk about Live and Bush? Because I can take it a ticket, a ticket, a ticket, a talk about Live and Bush. They are two of my favorite bands. Bibbidi, 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 bibbidi bands. Hey, how you doing, Rach? I heard you guys are taking a little break. Hey, Steven, how you doing? I'm pretty good. I just wanted to come on in here and tell you, tell you, tell you, tell you goodbye and see you in June. So happy to be here. Oh, as always, I love to come on in here and say hello to my good friend, Rachel, and say, mm. how's the grassy? Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, grassy. Oh, Degrassi's good. I mean, there is some continuity in this season, but there's also some weird shit. You know, it's the norm. It's like my songs, Crazy Crying and Amazing. There's some mm-hmm. continuity in them, but there's some plot holes. Man, I hope that Matty O shows up soon. Oh, he might be on the list. I like that. I I like that. I really only scattered in that one song, uh, Ragdoll <laughs> Living in the Movie, and all the time. I do it when it's your favorite thing to do. Whenever I'm on the show, I got a skig and a skig and a skig and a skig. All right, I'm gonna get on out of here. I'm gonna make it, make it, make it, make it, mosey on out of town and go back to Boston, where I'm from. I'm gonna see Joe Perry and Joey Kramer. Of course you are. Of course you are. And of course, all my I'm gonna watch so much Degrassi. Oh man, can you imagine if Steven Tyler was someone who just sang everything he was doing? Because I don't know if I could be friends with him. I do. Something wrong in the world today, and in the video, I'm cupping my balls. <laughs> All right, well, I got to get, 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 get out of here, and I'm going to see you in June. Have a great May. Bye, Steven. Hey, Rachel, what's up? It's Rockwell. 
Oh, I love chatting with you last hey, week, Rockwell. What's up? It's just me, just plain just like, old normal. I feel like this is very bad for a pandemic. There's just a rotating array of guests and ghosts. Hey, and let's us fly right in. We fly in, we say hi, we do our mm-hmm. piece. I just am just a regular old guy, you know, me, Rockwell, famous 80s singer, I sang, somebody's mm-hmm. watching. I just wanted to know if there was any uh, any pop call. Oh, the Oscars. Yeah, we're not going to get into it again. We already did. We did talk, that, did but... you guys talk about them already? We did. I'm sorry, oh. Rockwell. You missed the boat. You talked not about for the how... first time, I'm sure. I missed the Rockwell boat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you talk about how the the movie Sound of Metal was correctly awarded the uh, Sound Award? It was. It was what right? Did I mean oh. the sound in that was incredible? I was sweating. I was thinking someone else was going to get it, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh boy, I hope not," because I love that sound mm-hmm. in that movie. I have never been so paranoid about going deaf as I watching that movie. Excellent sound design. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the the cochlear implants, like I just, it was incredible. They did a great job there. Did you want to talk about any other? I, I'm just here. I just came. I know. I mm-hmm. oh, I know you guys are taking a break, so I did mm-hmm. want to come in and say goodbye. Oh, thanks. Well, it's not a goodbye. It's more of I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Yeah. See you in June, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sounds did good, any, Rockwell. Did anybody else step? This is Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Tyler and Bob oh, Hoskins cool. and Anthony Hopkins and oh, Anthony Hopkins was here. Great. Yeah, I know. Like a uh, Academy Award winner times two. Oh wow crazy well i just wanted to come in and talk a little pop culture with you if you had anything mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about we talked a little bit about the oscars mm-hmm. i don't kate. kate what kate winslet's show on hbo oh yeah with her with the philly accent i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it. i've heard a lot about the accent i've been hearing a lot about yeah. the accent but i haven't yet watched it i've been so busy watching these movies you know you're a big movie buff i know who knew I was a film major. Who yeah, knew? Yeah, I know. You used to watch a lot of movies, and then you stopped <laughs> watching so many movies, watching prestige TV, and now yeah. you're back. There was a, I don't know, uh, Rockwell, if you remember the shorts, um, but there was, they were going through some of the shorts and like how people first got into movies, and then there was the one short where the two guys, their first favorite movies were Ordinary People and Citizen Kane, and I was like, those guys are going to win, and then they did win. <laughs> those are good movies. Ordinary yeah. People famously, this is Rockwell, by the way, just mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, yeah. Ordinary People famously beat Raging Bull at the 1981 mm-hmm. Oscars for giving out awards for the films released in 1980, but they happened in 1981. Mm-hmm. And Raging Bull was consider- is considered a classic of cinema, and everyone was like, it was akin to when Dances with Wolves beat Goodfellas. Uh, and everybody was like, Ordinary yeah, yeah. People isn't as good as Raging Bull, but I got news for you. Ordinary People is a fucking great movie, and I think, this is Rockwell, it's better than Raging Bull. Mm. I think Goodfellas is a good movie. Certainly but I never saw Dancing with Wolves, with Wolves, so I'm not going to comment on it. <laughs> I always feel like watching ordinary people. That's me, Rockwell. Mm-hmm. You know me. I do know you. All right. I'm going to get out of here. This All was right. fun. I'll, I'll see you later, Rockwell. We'll be back soon. Don't worry. <sighs> Paige. <gasps> Seriously. <laughs> Mario. It's been a long, long time. I haven't been here. You've been, been in the Yukon. <laughs> I've been. I'm so cold. I My... <laughs> Tolerance for cold has gone through the roof. I literally, seriously, hey, Paige, seriously, I can be out in sub-zero temperatures wearing just a hoodie. Can you believe that? What? No seriously, way. Seriously. No way. The Yukon is cold, and I'm out there, puka shell necklace, shining out, letting everybody see it, saying, hey, say, hey. And I, I have new friends there. So, like, for example, I say, hey, 
Ken. Seriously, because I have a friend named Ken. And oh, I'll say, Ken. and I also have this friend named Janine. I'll say, hey, Janine, seriously, can you put this book shell next? And everybody's, I was up there and no one even knew what a book shell next was in the Yukon. And I would say to my friends, You're so far from the ocean there in, in the Yukon. <laughs> I would say to my friends, like, for example, Phyllis, I would say, hey, Phyllis, seriously, you got to get a Puka Shaw necklace. And then are they all loggers, Janine and Phyllis and Ken? Ken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We all work. We all work the line, the log line. Hey, Uh log line is also. (laughs) It's a TV thing. Yeah. 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 I'm going to pitch a show about my job and I'm going to have a log line about my log Log line. Seriously. Log line. Seriously. So I heard you guys are taking a little break. I haven't been on the show in forever. I was. I don't know if you knew this. Recently, I was in the movie Possessor. <laughs> David Kohlberg's son. He made a movie called Possessor, and he put my picture in it. Seriously, I wasn't in the movie. I didn't have any lines, but my picture was up there, and I said, Did you get paid? Good. I got paid $20, just like Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, I'd show up at Degrassi. I'd go, hey. Shut the stone. Seriously? 20 bucks? And they would say, sorry, that's all we got. We paid $20 and a bookshell necklace. <laughs> bookshell necklaces are not cheap. No. Unless you're buying them at the beach store. <laughs> well, I think they did. If I'm being serious about it, I think they did buy them at the beach store. Ah, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. I, oh, I want... missed you, Maddie. Oh, good to hear from you. It's good to be here. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to see everybody. It's nice to see everybody. But I do, just want... do you know Yukon Cornelius? Oh, Yukon from Rudolph the movie? He's just a character. He's not real, Rachel. That's silly of you to even think that. You're a silly person. Did you really think? Wait a minute. Hold on. Seriously. Hey, Rachel, seriously. Did you think the Yukon Cornelius, the claymation character from the Rankin Bass, Rudolph the Rendos Reindeer, was a real person? That's bizarre. Did you also think that Hermie was real? I mean, no, I wasn't saying that he was a dentist. I don't think he's a real dentist. But you did, but but you made an exception for Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, Yukon Cornelius seems like a real person. It seems because you have a deep love for him. So that would be why. I understand. Mm-hmm. You manifest a deep love for Yukon Cornelius, <laughs> and you turn him into a real person, much like in the movie Lars and the Real Girl with... <laughs> that Ryan, sex doll. <laughs> Ryan uh, Rhett, uh, Gosling, and he has the sex doll that he thinks is a real woman, I think. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That could not be what that movie's about, but I did see it. It's been a long time since I've seen it as well. At least 10 years. I remember that I did bring it to like a dinner with his sister or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. I just came in here real fast. came to Pat's house. I flew in from the Yukon, got my book of Sean Nichols. Listen, all I got to wear is a hoodie. I got such a good tolerance for, for wearing Wow, well, that's amazing. You You're just me. like in that log line, writing log lines, wearing a book of Sean necklace in a hoodie. Log line squared. I got to get out of here. Good to see you. <laughs> Have a great May. Enjoy it. Tell Pat congratulations. Seriously. Hey, Paige. Seriously. I got to get out of here. Wow. Wow. Hello, Rachel. It's me, Sharon Osborne. <laughs> Do you remember last week I showed up on the show? Piers Morgan came in. He was yelling, but I was like, it's me, Sharon Osborne. I might be a racist, but I don't know. Everybody's telling me I am, but I think I'm just a regular old Sharon Osborne lady. I heard. Earlier today, Pat was singing my husband's song, Breaking All of the Rules. You like that one? <laughs> I like Sharon Osbourne singing it. Thank you. I wasn't originally on the 
on the list to come of people that were going to come on the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was an audible. I don't have much to say. I just wanted to do this voice, but I'm going to get out of here. Have a great <laughs> May. Bye, Sharon. See you Thank in June. Rich, hello, my goodness. I can't believe you're going to be gone for a whole month. What are the broom heads are going to do without you and the suck on the door to say hello to everybody and my son, Marco. You know what they're going to do is they're going to make a bunch of spaghetti casserole oh, and they're going to, <laughs> and they're going to take it over to Pat's house so we can put it in the freezer so they don't have to cook anything. I'm going to make him a spaghetti casserole too. <laughs> spaghetti and a provolone and a prosciutto and a eggplant parmesan. Oh, Ooh. this is so good. You can't say the last vowel in an Italian dish. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, you got to say it without. You got to say like... Uh, you have some of that gelat afterwards? <laughs> I say salam. You get to have a little bit of salam. Oh, the salam, the salam, oh, yes. The salam, mm-hmm. salam. You have some espresso afterwards? Oh, you have a little bit of an espresso. Oh, you got to get the shot of espresso. Yeah, you got to get that S out. Yeah. So you're going to be gone for a whole month. I hope you get month. a lot of socks. Oh, yeah, a lot, lot of, of socks on that door. I'm not having a baby. Lots of socks on the door over here. <laughs> My parents' basement. <laughs> You're doing a lot of having a sex in a room, in that room, in the, with the <laughs> downstairs. Oh. With the dollhouse and the trophies. You got to be very careful. You got to have a trophy. You know what I heard? I heard you got to have yeah. the trophies because in case there is a monster, you got to have a trophy. So you stick it in a monster's heart and you throw him out of the room. That's mm, kind of like the second Indiana Jones, right? Pull that heart right out of his chest. It's not really like that because they cut it open and then they pull it out of his chest. But it's, a, but it's similar because it's a heart and a thing and a pull and a killing. And it, that is yeah. a little similar, yeah. Oh, they eat the monkey's eyeballs or the no, brains. Oh, they do. They do. Brains. Little bit racist in retrospect from that movie. It was a little bit uh, insensitive. Just a little bit. I think a little bit is an understatement. Oh, speaking, speaking of things that were a little bit racist... Um, I, uh, you know, going back through the old VHS tapes, uh, Marco's dad Mm -hmm. down here and Mr. uh, Del Rossi, please. Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Del Rossi. Um, and I came across a VHS tape that had an episode of Get Smart. I loved Get Smart as a kid. The show from the 1950s? Yeah. I loved Get Smart as a kid. So there was an episode of Get Smart taped and, oh boy, they say some mildly racist things on that show and it is questionable is it mildly or is it the specific racism oh it's i mean it's it's overt it's not the mild it's not the mild no no let me let me rephrase that there's some uh pretty obvious racism (laughs) oh you got to be careful it's a different time you know, it was a different time, but even the still, I don't want to time. see it. I don't want to see it. I want to have a nice day all the time. I want to think about nice things like sex mm-hmm. in the room, socks on the door, and a spaghetti in my mouth. Mm, spaghetti in your mouth. You got to have a spaghetti in your mouth. I got news for you. I got something to tell you, Rachel. I'm going to give you a little mm-hmm. bit of news. Mm-hmm. I got this on good authority that you're going to be very happy, I think. Okay. Because Piers Morgan, his plane... It not, did not land his red eye. His red eye was a stuck in a, is a stuck in the air. It can't. He's circling and circling. He's not even going to be able to make the episode today. How wow. happy does that make you? You don't even have to hear from Piers Morgan today at all. I feel great. Do you have a little bit of a sinking sensation that even though I said this is going to be a swerve and Piers is still going to show up? Yes, he's I do. Not. He's I not. Do. He's still okay. circling in the air. He's not going to be able to get here. I don't know. I, don't I am know. We'll the last. I am going to be the last guest here today to say, oh. "Have a great May." Oh, I 
feel so much Monaco and a dealing. And uh, who else do I say? That's it, Mark. What a dealing. That's really it, Marco and Dylan. Emily. I gotta get out That's of here. That's Chester. <laughs> Bye, have Mr. Del nice, Rossi. Uh, have a nice May. See you in June. Thank you. Wow. Wow. That was a real array of characters. Yeah, what, a, what a murderer's row of uh, classic. I'm surprised characters. that Bob Hoskins didn't sing "Superman's Dead," but you know, I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah, he didn't sing. I didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't <laughs> know that you wanted him to sing that. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to go back to the old episode. Do you want me to bring him back? I mean, if he's still, if he hasn't got on a new flight yet, I mean, he's a ghost, so like you can really bring him back. I think he's easily. out of here. I think he did leave. I think I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> shot now. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. You know, I had to go, all the guy. Piers is not coming. He's not going to show yeah. up last minute. I promise. Okay. So just saying, uh, I brought all the guests. I wrote them down. <laughs> the guests written down here. Oh and yeah, they, so you knew who was going to be there. It's a little surprise for me. Yeah, I told you I had a little something planned for you. Mm-hmm. I brought all these. I people. thought it was. I thought it was Steven Soderbergh, but. <laughs> Oh, that too. You know who I was happy showed up again was Rockwell. I really like Rockwell. Just I to- like that Rockwell likes to point out to me that it's still Rockwell. It's just a regular, because you never know. He sounds similar. Just so you know, we're still talking to Rockwell. He's not really doing a voice, you know. He's not. No, so no. He's just kind of a regular guy. But he loves talking pop culture, so you can bring him on whenever you want. Okay. I got brand new jeans. I will put Ooh. them on for the first time, and I spilt lasagna all over them today. <laughs> Did you buy lasagna or did you make lasagna? I ate it. Oh, good job. Uh, it takes time. I make a lasagna. I make it very fast, a very speed. It's a speed you lasagna. Make, you make lasagna. I make a lasagna. I make a speed lasagna. It is a delicious. It is a delicious. The kids love it. You know, they like a lasagna. Right. Oh, who doesn't? Mr. I Del fucking Rossi. love a lasagna. I like how Mr. Del Rossi was like, call me Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, yeah. No, he's very formal, Mr. Del Rossi. He's no, like, Mr. Tom. He's yeah. Mr. Del Rossi. Yeah. Mostly because we don't know what his first name is. So. No. No, it's very true. All right. I so... miss Marco's mom. We haven't seen her in a long time. <clears throat> yeah. She doesn't come on the show, does she? No, no, no. But I just miss seeing her in Degrassi. Right. right. So, yeah. Sharon Hosborn, though, she came. I know. That's a good voice. She wasn't even on the, the, the guest list, but she showed up. She just wanted to show up. Um, yeah, so we're going to be taking a break, uh-huh. but in the meantime, yeah. you can still find us on the internet. You sure can. We we're are going to still be on the internet. We're still going to be on the internet. We are at sparklespaz28 on Instagram. You can write us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast or in the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group, which is off the chain. No, off the chain. That's what the kids say, right? The Gen Zs say off, off the, the chain. Hizzy. That's definitely that's definitely what they still say. Um, and we have a Patreon, but the Patreon is taking a break. Just for the month. Just for the month. Um, but we'll be back in June. But I will tell you, you might want to sign up because you might want to hear the uh the All continuing the continuing saga of Kelly Mulford. It is on there. Mm-hmm. It's it is on and there. I'll tell you this, right at the top of the episode, the second instant star episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right so at if the you top. just want to jump in instead of to us talking about anything else related to Degrassi, you can do that. It's the first thing we talk about. You can get right in there, mm-hmm. in and out. Five bucks is all it count all it costs to hear mm-hmm. about Rachel's lunch with her friends that turned into an awkward hello with Kelly Mulford. You gotta get don't there don't now. spill the beans. Well, I'm just saying that yeah. should entice people. Yeah. What what yeah. is all that about? 
You can find out on the Degrassi Every Episode Marathon Podcast Patreon. Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash slash deep. Deep. But do we say slash backslash forward slash? Which one is it? It's it's the you know which slash it is at this point. Let's be honest. You're not doing the wrong slashes in your yeah. URLs, are you? No, I don't think so. Come on, it's backslash. it's 2021. You're doing the right forward slashes. Slash? It's forward. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been fun. We may never come back. Just kidding. We are just, coming I'm back. Just, Pat says this every time. I'm just kidding. We got to finish the show. We got to finish the show. Mm-hmm. All right, pal. It's going to be our we'll longest s- episode, I think. We'll see you sometime. Yeah, we've been recording for a long time and there is not much to cut from this, but enjoy it because you got a break. So, yeah. Listen to it 10 minutes a day mm-hmm. and we'll get you, to, get you through to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. Yeah, I'm sure that Oscar uh, banter will really hold up four weeks from now, but good luck with that. People are <laughs> never going to forget that. That's like the <laughs> no, moonlight no. <laughs> moonlight thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. See you guys. You're the best. Bye. We love you.